Hi, people. Okay, so I just wanted to come up top and give you a bit intro of what we're talking about today, because as always, I forget to kind of set a structure in the beginning, mainly because I just like kind of coming up with whatever comes to me, and I don't want to make, make it too orchestrated. But anyways, in this episode, I'm talking about emotional ruts. So if you're in a rut, stay tuned. If you want to just hear about my own rut and be like, yay, she's human, then stay tuned. (laughs) And also, I said the word mind space. I don't think I meant mental state or head. I don't even know, probably head space. So yeah, cringe, but that's what I meant. And apparently mind space is like actually this like random psychology company. I just looked it up online. So LOL. All right. Enjoy the episode. Bye. people. I'm very jazzed up today. I don't know if it's the coffee or the fact that I went for a run this morning, which was very unlike me. I want to work on being a jogger. I just feel like I could be better at it. I see all these people jogging and I always like picture that their lives are really intentional and healthy. And I just, I want to be one of those people. I'm especially impressed with the people that run in shorts in the middle of the winter. Like that's dedication, man. I don't know. I always tell myself that they're a different type of person, but I don't know, like maybe that's a way for me to process my emotions. So I tried doing that today. I don't know. I feel kind of thought, I feel like it was more nice for me to be outside than necessarily the running part, but maybe it's one of those things where you don't notice the effect because I haven't been running in a while. I did randomly run like two weeks ago and it felt like the most, I don't know if I talked about it on the pod, but it felt like the most freeing experience in the world, which was bizarre to me. I don't know if that's like the new low of my life. I feel like I definitely talked about it on like the episode five pod, hopefully. Yeah, it it was weird. I was like running and there was this path where I didn't have to wear a mask and I was just like running and I felt so free and alive. I was like, damn. Is it really this simple? (laughs) I guess. I think that's the point of my pod today. I will preface that I'm in a good state. Like I'm in a good mind space. I'm not always in this good mind space. I haven't really been in a good mind space for the past like two podcasts, which is important to me because it's important to me that I come here in my authentic self, whether it be like good state, bad state, sad state, like whatever state it is, because I get really frustrated and I also understand I understand the struggle of being a creator and wanting to always show up when you're in a good state. I get it. It's excruciatingly painful to show up when you're in a bad state because you just don't want... I mean, even in my life, I don't want to call my friends. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just kind of want to be miserable. And it's not in the way of like, oh, like, let me take care of myself. It's in a way of like, let me validate this feeling I have inside by making my life even harder and making sure I don't reach out to anyone and making sure I don't show anyone this part of myself because I think it comes from a feeling of immense shame. And I know not everyone feels this way, but I think a lot of us do where, and maybe that's why we don't really openly talk about it. I mean, personally, 
I just feel kind of awkward when I talk about like depression rots or anxiety or any of those things. Like even saying the words, like I definitely have a negative connotation to them. Like, oof, I don't want to say those words. I don't want someone to think I'm crazy. And I've been really, really working on this concept that I read. I watched this video like a couple years ago where, and it was to me at the time, the most mind boggling thing when he said, yeah, anxiety and depression are a very human thing to have. And I was like, whoa, I I never had permission to feel those things. And because of that, I created so many mind loops and problems in my head. Oh, you know, it's just the president of America. Oh, you know, now it's not the president of America. It's just COVID. Oh, you know, I'm just like in a hard time, like hard classes right now. I'm just recruiting and all of these things are like, oh, I'm just single. That was my favorite one to do. Oh, no boys like me. That's why I'm feeling these feelings. And I guess when I finally heard that, I was like, damn, I felt so free all of a sudden. Like it was okay for me to feel depressed sometimes and anxious sometimes and all of those things and realizing it's just a human experience. And I don't know, maybe it's just our generation, but I definitely grew up, well, I grew up also with foreign parents and I want to do an episode about that because I think it's different than the norm. But yeah, like there's something to our generation where we've grown up and not really been okay with saying those things. And I'm not saying that the solution is that we all know that it's okay to be like anxious and depressed because I know that there's like now like the TikTok generation where my friend was telling me this, I'm not on TikTok because I just am afraid of things that I get addicted to. And it's very like very easy for me to get addicted to things. But yeah, like I have been observing or sorry, my friend was telling me that she was observing that a lot of people are now like really open with their anxiety and depression. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing either. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's the solution. I was watching a lot of Emma Emma Chamberlain videos and she was just like obviously very clearly depressed and very open about it. And I'm not saying necessarily that's the solution either. I don't really know. As always, I don't really have the solution to anything. I just have thoughts. But yeah, I I do think it makes it better. I do think that it's better for us to acknowledge our feelings and what's going on with ourselves and not just shove it away. Because for a while, I was able to blame a lot of different things until I got to the point of like being really confused about what to blame it for or blame it on. So yeah, I guess my point with all of this is that I've been having a really hard time the past couple weeks and I never feel like it's okay for me to just like casually say that to people and I don't really blame people for not wanting, I don't blame myself or people for not being open about their emotions because it is really awkward and I don't know. Like, I think we're all just trying to be like positive and we're always trying to be something. We're always trying to be joyful add to people's life and funny or whatever you're trying to be. I don't know. I'm always trying to be something when I'm with people and, you know, showing up and being like, I don't feel good. It's kind of awkward. And I'm working on it more and more just being around people that really make me feel safe to say that. And (laughs) you know, that type of friend where you're like clearly in a bad state and they call you and you're clearly in a bad state and they're like, cool, I gotta go. (laughs) 
you're like, hey, okay. <laughs> but I'm trying to be around people that aren't like that, that are like comfortable with hearing those things because I think it just perpetually adds more stuff to the plate. But it, I also get it. I don't, I get that content creators don't want to like say not positive stuff. Like it was really hard for me to show up and not be in a good state. I didn't like it. And so I I guess my point is like, I don't really know what the answer is. But I do think that honesty allows people to release, be like, oh, okay, like you're feeling this way. All of a sudden, like, it's okay for me to feel this way. I don't know. Social animals. Who knows? We're social animals. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why we're like that. I've been having this problem lately where, and I guess this is kind of the topic of today, where I try to be this like perfect thing because I read all of these personal growth things and I read all these people that have done the work or like gone through the process. I hate the word done the work or the phrase like, oh my God, very cliche, very calling all cliches of us. But yeah, like I keep reading like I don't know, just really enlightened people or like decently enlightened people. And I'll try to like be, I'll try to live up to those standards and I'll be really harsh on myself when I don't meet those standards, when I feel socially anxious, when I don't feel great, when I self-sabotage, like I'll just be really hard on myself because I'm consuming all of these things that are telling me not to do that. And I don't know if that has really been helping me, to be honest. Like, I think it's been hurting me more than helping me. And actually, my coach said this the other day, which I thought was really interesting. She kind of said, like, content is neutral. It's almost like money. Like, you can use it for bad and you can use it for good. And I don't really think that it's fair to necessarily, like, ambush any content that is saying that this is how to do it and this is how to, like grow yourself as a person, like yada, yada, yada. I just think that I have to ask personally, and I'm sure you guys are the same way. I have to ask myself personally, what is my intention behind this? Because sometimes I am reading this content because I want to run away from my emotion and run away from my emotion with logic. And if I just logically understand what's happening right now in my life, maybe I don't have to feel these feelings and it doesn't really work like that. And then it just kind of like festers inside of me. So yeah, that's kind of like what I've been really recently going through. And I want to talk about it today. Um, Because this is a woozy. I don't even know how to explain this all. I think I do. I think we could do this, guys. Come on. (laughs) Me talking about my brain. Okay, well, I guess like today's topic is about emotional ruts and or not emotional ruts ruts like whatever you want to call ruts depression funks um feelings of stagnation in your life i don't know all of those things i think that we've all been through it i guess i won't categorize that everyone has been through it but i think it is fairly normal i think people don't talk about it i think it's been worse during covid for a variety of reasons And yeah, I definitely feel them. Like, I would say like once a month lately, it's been like I get into a funk. I'm either like really anxious or I'm just like sort of numb to everything, going through the process. And the first thing I always do is I try to like logically understand what's happening. And that just doesn't help me. And I mean, everyone has their own way of doing this. So just like 
I'm just sharing my story as always, lol. I don't really know anything, right? But anyways, I've been, it's kind of twofold where I have personally been trying to run away from my feelings or this this rut that I get into. I, I try to like avoid it, get out of it like logically, like listen to a lot of podcasts, do that, all that stuff. And that doesn't really help. It perpetuates it, makes it worse. And then I get just like very in a bad state and I start noticing like warning signs. Like I'm not really eating as much, which is really bad because it's like, what? Me not eating? Like what is happening? I love food. So to be fair, caveat, on that, I have had really shitty groceries lately. So, (laughs) but that's because I didn't buy groceries because I was like in a funk. So it's just like a perpetual loop. You know what I mean? There are sirens, guys. This is my brand. Sirens is my brand. Sirens. All right, it's gone. I don't, is this a sign that like a lot of bad stuff is happening around me all the time? Or is it just that I live in a city of 8 million people? Probably the latter. Me trying to make everything about me is funny. Sorry, ego, humanity. Don't know. Don't know what to do about that. Oh yeah. So um, back to my emotional rot. I was just talking about the grocery thing, I think. Yeah, so like I'll just start noticing warning signs. I'll start noticing that I'm not talking to people as much. I notice a lot of compulsive behavior like, oh, let me do this yoga. Let me do this exercise. Let me do this. It'll save me. It'll make me feel better. Blah, blah, blah. Like really compulsive. Like almost like I'm unable to just like sit still. And then when I do the thing, like I don't want to be there either. And it's kind of just like a, I don't know what the expression is. Mouse in the trap, trap mouse, mouse hamster, <laughs> hamster in a wheel. I don't know. What, what accident am I using right now? Anyways, that happens. And I think it's probably different for everyone. Those are not, those are hard for me. I talked about this on the last podcast, but those are hard for me because they seem objectively helpful and safe to me, but it's actually me just like running away from my issues. Another thing that I tend to do with emotional ruts is that I'll also like blame external things. So I noticed a lot of that. And this has been easier to do. It's easier to blame COVID. It's easier to blame situations. I mean, some of us are actually in really bad situations. And I think, you know, if you're obviously struggling financially and you don't even have like a base of safety, there's a lot to blame on, right? Rightfully so. So I don't really know. I I can't really speak from that experience and that might be separate. But I do think that there still is a level of blame that happens when you're just in that emotional rut. And it's a dangerous place to be for me because when I start blaming things like COVID, as if my life would be amazing if I was like traveling and doing all that thing, stuff, stuff, things... I'm like unable to live in the present moment and I just feel like even more down and even more sad. So that's not helpful. I used to do a lot of like, well, if I just had a different job, well, if I just had different friends, you know, like I've constantly blamed things on other stuff. Like, and I'm very intelligent with how I blame things. I'll really like I'll really get creative. It's it's really messed up. Like I'll blame friendships, like the whole CDL thing is like a great example. Um, I'll blame, and I mean, like, to be fair, like sometimes you do need to talk about things with your friends, but I just don't 
I just think like if it becomes a pattern, like all of that stuff, I, I don't really know. Again, I don't really know, but like, this is just my experience. Um, I'll blame my friends, blame my job, blame my apartment, blame my social situation. I'll blame my surroundings. I love doing that one in LA. I was like, oh, LA, the traffic's so bad. This is why my life is terrible right now. If I just leave LA, everything will be okay. (laughs) Why was I valued girl like in LA, I guess? I don't really, I think I talked like that more. Yeah. So uh, this time when I was in an emotional rut, I was blaming COVID. I was like, oh, if only I just could get out in nature and camp and everything will be okay then, then everything will be fine then. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. I don't know what I'm saying there. And I don't know. I just started like realizing that that's A, depressing because I have no idea when COVID is going to end. B, honestly, just a pattern of mine to blame external things. And I really, really got down to what was going on, which was objectively nothing. (laughs) And I think it's important to realize in ruts that I'm seeing it all with a lot of clarity right now. But like when I was in the rut, I was not seeing it at all in a lot of clarity. I mean, to be fair, I was in the rut literally yesterday. So I don't know. I have these like moments of clarity sometimes. And I had that yesterday in the middle of the day. But in the beginning of the day, I was just like totally hopeless. I didn't see anything. So like that's kind of like the state that I'm usually in. And I'm saying this all because in case it's like helpful to you guys to realize or like maybe you're currently in an emotional rut that yeah, you won't really understand what's happening. You'll have so many thoughts that you don't even know what's real. And so the best way for me to really figure out ruts has actually been to, well, one, lately I've been trying to really feel the emotion of the rut, which is funny because it'll just be like me laying down in the middle of a bathtub and my bathtub is really shallow, as you guys know. So then the water will be like draining and I'll try to like feel my feelings, but then the water will be draining. It's just like a whole thing. Or I'll just go to the park and... I mean, I literally got poked by a random lady when I was in the park trying to feel my emotions. I'll just close my eyes and try to feel it in my heart center. It's never as pretty as you think it would be. It's Sometimes I can't focus, but I try to do that because – and this has been a very recent realization. I just realized that if I try to focus on the thoughts too much and overanalyze that, then I won't – there's just too many thoughts and then I'll create more thoughts. And it's easier for me to just like figure out what emotion is present. But then the other thing that I think we forget when we're in emotional ruts is that, well, this time I was in a very like depressed state. So, and I'm going to use that word even though I don't like using that word because I don't know why we don't like using that word. So I'm kind of like rebelling right now against the word as a concept. But when I'm in a depressed state, I kind of tell myself, I self-sabotage a lot and I tell myself that nothing that I'll do will make me feel better. And and then it'll be true. Like I'll call my friends and I'll do the things and like nothing will make me feel better. And yesterday and this week, I want to experiment with like what happens if I don't Like what happens if I just do the motions and do the things that I like doing, even without, even if I'm not feeling great with it. 
So I'm going to break down like an example that hopefully is helpful to all of you because I don't know. I've just been really tired of living my life like, oh my God, COVID's going to end and everything's better. I just can't do that anymore. And I want to try doing this this week and I'm going to update you all on like how successful it is, but I hope to just be a person that can like attempt doing this and be strong about it and and try it even though my whole body doesn't want to do this. My whole entire body wants to lay in bed all day and not talk to anyone, but I'm going to try to be better and expect better for myself because I still have a glimmer of hope inside of me that everything will be okay. So I read this the other day and I think it's really helpful. It was from my manifestation coach lady. I know I have to do a manifestation thing. I'm going to do a manifestation thing again when I actually manifest something, which who knows when that's going to happen because I have not been very connected to the universe lately, to be honest. So I was reading this in my manifestation book thing or portal thing and she was saying that ruts are just us being really far away from our authentic selves. So you're probably like, what the hell is an authentic self? I I also don't know, but (laughs) I guess it's just like that version of you that feels like most alive. So I had a problem with this because to be fair, I haven't really felt that alive in the past couple years. And I, maybe I have moments of it, but not really like currently. So it was hard for me to realize like what really brings me joy. So one thing that helped me that I used to do with another, like I took this career course lady and she taught me that it's easy to look back at like your best memories. So just take like one memory where you're like, I felt most alive there and look at that. That's probably your authentic self. You're probably doing things that are really in line with your authentic self. So I did that and I looked at an experience that I had and I broke this down on Insta stories, lol, but I'll break it down again. So if you didn't catch it there, if you're not addicted to social media, we'll do it here on the pod. (laughs) So I broke down my experience where I went camping. I went camping with a bunch of random people. Shit, should I hide my school in my college? (laughs) I don't know, whatever. So I went on a camping trip with a bunch of random people and I loved this experience. Like I felt so alive. I felt so present. I just didn't want it to end. And yeah, it was really amazing. So I looked at why that experience was so great. And it's different for everyone, like your experience and what you value in life. But for me, it was really that I was connected with a bunch of people and everyone was, I felt like I could be really genuine in myself in that connection. Then also that I was doing an adventure. I was going to a place that I've never been, like all of that stuff. And I was also just very seen. I was very seen in my experience. So I've been in this funk and I've kind of realized like, okay, I need to, I haven't done any of those things. I haven't been connected to people really. I haven't been exploring and I haven't really been being seen. In fact, I was like heavily procrastinating on the podcast and like posting on Instagram, even though I still was because I just didn't, like a part of me was self-sabotaging and didn't want to be seen, even though that's something that's really important to me. So I think for me, I'm going to take the week to try to do this, to try to just do really little things that embody these elements 
and I will report back on how successful this is because it's been really painful. Like yesterday I went and did this and I don't know. I was like trying. I was like walking around. So exploring or adventuring. I was connecting with people I called friends and that felt really hard to do. And then I was trying to be seen when I like went to coffee shops and talked to people, but I just felt really awkward too and like sad. So (laughs) yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to try this. I'm not even going to like say that this works. I've just kind of run out of options and I've been in this funk and I've been blaming everything on COVID and I just want to try to do something and I want to be I want to be the person that like tries to do this and comes back to you guys and tells you if this works because I don't know, like a lot of people that I know are in a funk right now and I can either stay in my funk and it's not that great and I don't really like it or I can try to do something about it and I'm going to try to do something about it because yeah, I don't know. I don't have any other choice and I'm going to try to do that. So yeah, guys, these are the updates on my life. Um, Once again, I love you guys because you're here. You're like one of my best friends because you're here for me when I'm in not a great mood. You're here for me when I am in a good mood. You're here for me when I'm funny, when I'm sad, when I'm feeling like I want to be sexy. LOL. Um, That has been dwindling, but she'll be back. Don't worry. Hot girl energy will be back. I have possibly lost her, but I have tried to wear hot lipstick, hot pink lipstick over the past couple of weeks. I'm trying, (laughs) but yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's like really awesome that so many people are tuning in and listening to all these different varieties and versions of myself that I used to hide and put away in a box and be afraid that people would judge me when in reality, these are the things that make me human and not crazy. They don't make me crazy to feel sad and in a funk. And I want to be the type of person that tells you that you're not crazy for doing that because I really get feeling crazy and feeling like there's something wrong with you. And it also totally makes sense because people probably in your past did call you crazy when you felt sad or emotional or lonely or whatever. So yeah, this community is just insanely beautiful. I love us all. We're superhuman, superhuman, superwoman. (laughs) That's not what I meant, but like we're super humane. Okay. I don't know how to say this without it like sounding like Superman, but yeah. It's just like amazing. (laughs) I don't know. It's amazing how we are all one in our experiences. And all we got to do is just say it out loud, right? So yeah, if you know another superhuman, (laughs) send this pod to them. (laughs) And I will be back next week, guys, to update you on how this goes. But so far, it's been day one, and I've been feeling a little bit better, a little bit more alive. So try it out if you're feeling in a funk. If you're not feeling in a funk, maybe save this episode for when you will feel in a funk. Unless you never feel in funks, that that would be cool, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that, that would actually probably... It would almost be like, what's the point if you always feel good? You know what I mean? And I got a philosophical debate of time. (laughs) 
I don't know what's up with these voices today. I'm just like ranting a bunch of like random cliches now at the end of this pod. So I'm going to stop. Bye guys. See you next week. Oh, and by the way, if you ever need to emotionally vent anything, I am opening up my DMs for any audios where you need to vent your feelings. No judgment, judgment free zone. Let's hear it. Send them to me. Bye, Illy.